Your operations are the heartbeat to your business. I created this podcast to help you balance your childlike innovation with parent-like efficiency. Welcome to Daily Ops Boost. Team, I've got an important one for you today. How do you know you're working on the right activities? Have you ever had those months before where you got to the end of the month and you're like, we didn't make any more money. We didn't make any more revenue. It feels like we just got stuck in the mud. Well, you got to ask yourself, were you working on the right activities? And I learned a little bit of this one from uh, from Taylor Welch, which is the person that kind of uh, kind of inspired this Daily Ops Boost. He used to have a, a, a podcast called Daily Mind Medicine. He kind of inspired me to make this podcast, to be honest. Um, and uh, T. Wizzle, as I like to call him, uh, next time you guys see Taylor Welch, or if you ever see him, uh, tell just say, hey, what's up, T. Wizzle? Um, he'll, know, he'll know what's up. He won't, he won't have any idea. It'll be hilarious though. But anyway, um, Taylor talked about production versus maintenance items. Now, I don't know if he coined this or if he, if he potentially learned it from someone else, but production versus maintenance. Okay. Activities that we work on really fall into two buckets, production items and maintenance items. Production items are things that, that reflect back on revenue and maintenance are things that reflect on on the organization and stabilizing the organization, okay? And when we break these two things out, I've kind of broken the production things down a little bit more, right, than just like, hey, revenue-type activities, okay? Because they really break down into three main revenue activities, and those three main revenue activities are going to be revenue-generating items. So when we think of revenue-generating items, these are things that are like new revenue into the business. So like we think like lead gen sales, right? Those are uh, revenue generating activities. So if you were to build, say like a VSL and you were to send traffic to that VSL and you were to get uh, books called, uh, books called, calls booked on your calendar from that VSL, right? And then you converted those into sales, that's a revenue generating activity. But your ability to create a VSL and to put, uh, to send someone to uh, through a funnel, right? That would be a revenue generating activity to build something like that, to build the structure around that is a revenue generating activity. Now, there's also two other ones that I want to bring up because that's the most common. When people think like, hey, we're going to increase revenue. Well, what can we do to generate more revenue? Well, there's two other things. The second one's going to be revenue retaining or revenue retention, okay? Because if you're constantly losing revenue because your clients are churning out, well, you're not retaining that revenue. It's going to be really hard for you to continue to grow as a business. And that's that's the point, right? Like we don't we don't necessarily own businesses to stay where it's at. Most people want to grow their business. Now, there might be a few nuances there and there might be a few oddballs that are like, yeah, like I like where I'm at right here, right stuck at 100K a month, right? Most people have ambition, right? And they want to grow. So retain, uh, retaining and retention is a good form of production item that we can do throughout the week, month, year. We should have those types of activities on our list. And a good example of like a revenue retention activity would just be, hey, let's check to see when our client's contracts are coming to an end so we can get a strategy in place to retain them and resign them. And if you don't have that strategy in place, I would recommend it. That way you guys don't lose clients and, and billing cycles don't fall off. We don't want that lapse in cash flow, right? We want to make sure that that cash flow is continuing, 
right? Even after our first initial term with them. Okay, so that's revenue retention. Then the third one, and this is the one that's skipped over the most, is revenue expansion. So how do we take clients that we currently have? And this, this, this one works so great for specifically the agency model because there's so many services that we can offer to existing clients of how can we take clients that are on one service and expand our revenue? They're already advocates. They're already in our ecosystem. How can we take them and move them into, say, you have a paid ads department? Well, maybe you have an email department as well. Well, what does the activity look like on taking a client that's just doing Facebook ads with you for maybe 5K a month, move them into also retention, and bring in another 3 to 4K a month? And so now that client goes from paying you 5K a month into 8 to 9K a month. That's revenue expansion. And those are activities that are always skipped over. Now, some of you have one lane and one service. So revenue expansion would require you to bring on another service. But we all understand that usually, and especially if you're an e-com, your stickiest clients are probably the ones that are getting multiple services from you. So with that being said, we have revenue generating, which is what we normally focus on, which is fine. That's a great way to grow your top line revenue. Revenue retaining, skipped over sometimes, but how do we retain clients and make sure that we're not lapsing in cash flow and we're keeping people long-term? And then lastly, revenue expansion. How do we take clients that are currently on our roster and have them pay us more, right? And those are production tasks that we should be working on 80 to 85% of the time. The maintenance side of things, right? Those are things that are going to balance the business, allow things not to break within the business, right? So we spend about 15% of our time on maintenance activities, right? Like, for example, let's say like building out an SOP, right? That's a maintenance activity. I don't want to spend all my time, all my effort throughout the month just building SOPs. You're not going to make any money just building SOPs, right? Because it doesn't produce, right? Building an SOP doesn't produce. Unless that SOP is like tied back to how you're taking discovery calls or something and it's going to make you more efficient and more effective. Okay, an argument can be made there, but it has nothing to do with your ability to get more discovery calls on the books, right? And be, to be able to generate more revenue. So we have to balance these things out. And a lot of times, if you measure your activities throughout the month, and a lot of you guys set things like OKRs, or uh, we call them impact items internally and with our clients, but like action items. If you look at your action items throughout the month, you'll often find that some of your action items are more dedicated towards maintenance. Do you know why? Because they tend to be easier. Making an SOP is easy. But creating a VSL, thinking in a high-level manner, getting good copy into your ads, creating really strong hooks, those are the difficult things. And we tend to shy away from the more difficult activities that will produce the revenue. So you have to almost force yourself into production. So make sure as you guys continue to, to build activities for your business, impact items, uh, objectives, and key results, right? A minimum of 80% of our time and our team's time should be dedicated two production activities. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope it was helpful. We'll see you in the next one. Yo, thank you so much for listening in to Daily Ops Boost. We really appreciate your attention. If you're enjoying the shorter form content, you're gonna absolutely love the long form content that we post over on YouTube. We do a live stream every single week, 7 p.m. Central Time. Go check it out, it's on YouTube. It's called Agency Therapy. We'll see you over there.